Hey, welcome back to the Build Plate. My name's Asher, and of course I'm here with my host, or should I say co-host, my wonderful brother, Rainer. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Here, Here's a little fun fact for you. Uh, tomorrow it is supposed to be 60 degrees, and I know you love us talking about the <laughs> Jesus, every time we get on... It's like Rainer thinks that we're trying to do small talk for the weather. It's great that it's going to be 60 degrees. But, you know, here's what I'll tell you right now. This morning was a little chilly, but um, Danielle and I beat feet, and we went for a run. Went for a run. This Is that morning, what so the cool kids are saying nowadays, beat feet? Well, there's two ways you can use that term. Usually, I've heard this guy use it as, I'm about ready to beat feet and get out of here. I oh, is that that means like uh, I'm I'm about ready to hit the road, like get out of the yeah, like, take take off, go somewhere else. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. I learned a new term today. Never knew yeah. that one. Beat feet. Yeah, I tried to switch it up on you. I tried to give you new things to learn and stuff. All right, next time I go for a run, I'm certainly, which is tomorrow, I'm certainly gonna say and text. I'm gonna text somebody and say, "Hey, I'm beating feet, man." And they might they might not know what that means, but I'm just gonna let them soak it in for a little bit and try to understand what beating feet means. I am so I'm so glad that you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yep. this is kind of the point in the podcast. Where we like to just kind of introduce what we do usually on the podcast. Um, so I know Rainer likes to beat feet, um, but no, on this podcast we have a producer who supplies us with a topic um, about five minutes before uh, we actually record, and we go over that topic with you guys live here on the podcast. It's not live, but it's it's at a certain point it's it's live, and that's now. Right, that's a good moment. point. So, um, I guess there's a famous song. It goes something like, "I can see clearly now. The rain is gone," and this is exactly what invention we're going to talk about today. It's an invention that takes the rain away. And if you still have not uh, figured out what it is, I do want to make one clarification. It's not something to take me away, not the rainer away, just the rain. Anyways, uh, yeah. Wow, so that is so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. So we are talking about windshield wipers. Wipers. That's right. Windshield, windshield wipers. wipers. Yes. And That's something you don't think about. You don't think about those ever being invented. They I don't. Just kind of, you, I, I, you're right. I've never really thought about how they were invented, except for when I think about how they were invented. <laughs> so in this very moment, because I've always assumed that cars just came with it, right? Um, I guess. But I mean, but it had to be invented at some point for sure. And we're going to get into that today. Luckily, you're listening to the right thing because today we're going to get into that. So prior to this handy invention, People in some of the first cars had to contend with rain and snow in a much more inconvenient way. I wonder if we could just kind of imagine that you're dry, you're you're in a. I, they had horse and buggies first, and then the progression was to go to a motor car, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I I bet some of the first motor cars didn't even have windshields. I bet they were just windshieldless. Wow. Well, how do you how do you go through rain without a windshield? You just you take it. That would have been no. I you, think though you take it to the face, man. Also, they weren't going man. very fast. The engines weren't that efficient. So, 
I mean, they're probably going one mile an hour and thinking it was fast. You know? Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. So apparently what they had to do was they actually had to stop every few minutes and manually wipe off the windshield themselves of whether it's dust um, or snow or rain. And some people actually simply wouldn't drive in the weather. If it was going to rain out, imagine having to call somebody up, hey, man, can't go play basketball inside today because it's raining. Except back then they would probably be like, you know, not having that many gyms to play basketball. They probably inside. weren't going like the, the like the theater or something. Yeah, I couldn't go to the theater today because it's raining, and that's, I can't that's see. That's a much better scenario. I'm glad, I'm glad you laid that one out there for us. That's yeah, um, of course definitely better than what I could come up with. Basketball in the 1885s and the 1900 early 1900s. Not a very popular I think, sport, I feel like. Well, we might be talking about that soon. I don't know, but they did use peach baskets for the first hoops. If you guys want to know that, if that's a fun fact for everybody, just take it. It, it is a fun fact. Yep. That's a fun fact for me. Yeah, it, I thought I thought you'd like that. So It's jolly. Although cars did not come with wind, windshield wipers uh, as a standard piece of equipment until the Model T in 1908. The first automobiles were built in 1885 by Germany's Carl Benz. It was 1902 when the idea of windshield wipers came to fruition. Wow. And I think that this is actually really cool that we're talking about this next inventor because uh, it is Women's History Month. Oh, it is? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're so, right. So we're going to talk about a, a woman inventor who actually came up with the idea of the windshield wiper. And her name was Mary Anderson. Mm. Um, and okay. she was, the story goes as she was touring the city of New York okay. in a trolley car yeah, yeah. On, on a very snowy day uh, in the early 1900s. And you can imagine, uh, she just kind of saw that it was kind of snowy out. Um, and so this is kind of where her idea of the windshield windshield wiper kind of came about. Hmm. That's interesting that it was on a trolley and not a car. You know? I mean I well, guess it's a trolley. It was nineteen oh two. It was nineteen oh two. Right. So according to what we just read, uh, they only really had some early steam powered cars. Hmm. So all right, so how how did this become adopted on automobiles, like the four wheel wheeled vehicles that we drive today, like the Model T or Carl Bentz? Uh, whatever he called his thing. Probably Mercedes. I bet that guy became Mercedes-Benz. But that's a story for a different day. So Anderson observed that streetcar drivers often had to open their windows in order to see during bad weather, sometimes even stopping the streetcar to go outside and clear the window. Her idea mm. consisted of a lever inside the vehicular device that controlled a spring-loaded arm with a rubber blade. So, very early adoption. Imagine taking that lever, going left, because it's spring-loaded, it will come back right. So she's like, left, right, left, right, left, right. And the guy never had to stop the streetcar, and she made it to all her appointments on her tour. So, mm. that's what happened. So, I think that if you can pull up this actual patent that she actually set into the patent office, mm. the lever... The lever with addition to her idea that it had a lever inside the vehicle that controlled the spring-loaded arm, um, the lever had a counterweight 
All right. And so you can kind of imagine this archaic looking thing, right? Through the piece of glass, mm-hmm. you have a, a blade that is actually attached to the windshield, uh, yep. kind of in a down, down way angle. Mm-hmm. And there is an, an actual counterweight that allows you to kind of manually wipe the, the, the rain across the windshield. So it would remove rain and snow. And she, she really actually went all out with this. She decided that she was going to go ahead and patent it. Um, and it was the actual proof of the first windshield clearing device. Right. And it was very it, effective. It yeah. was very, very effective. It was so effective that it became known as the wind the windshield wiper, but or window wipers, whatever you call them. Lots of people have different names for them, but her original patent is it's called a window cleaning device. So imagine if we had to go around calling it, could you please turn on the window cleaning device, good sir? It, window wipers are much better or windshield wipers is a much better name than than window cleaning device in my mind she should have been thinking about that early on too or am i being too oh, hard yeah. on her yeah. am i being too well, hard on you Mary? are you are oh, she was, i'm sorry you know, she I, I saw you getting a little a, bit antsy up there well i was just you know i was like you can't you can't hate on her you know window clean device in 1903 um and she was, you know, a freaking woman in the time I, it, where it, men were. Exactly. Were, I, you know. I'm not hating on her. And in fact, let's talk about what happened after or as her patent began to I- expire. Let's see what happened after that point. So she invented this in 1903, like you said, and it expired. Her patent expired in 1920. So that's 17 years after the fact. I don't know. I, that's a lot longer than what I thought. Um, patents lasted for. I thought it was like seven years, but that's besides the point. So the automotive manufacturing industry began to grow significantly in 1913. And the windshield wiper became standard equipment. So every car was going to get a windshield wiper. And so Cadillac became the first car manufacturer to provide windshield wipers as standard equipment in 1922 so imagine that that's two years after her patent expired do you think that's a coincidence hmm i think not <laughs> i don't know i don't know i i what it's what's really sad sneaky is, sneaky kinda, man cadillac sneaky, is sneaky, uh, cadillac. sneaky, sneaky. <clears throat> but what, what what i find interesting is that she never made any money from her invention um so that's really sucks because she that, really is a that really sucks. I mean, you think about all the good ideas that I and you and many people come up with that they try to patent. You think the only reason why I'm going to patent something is because I want to make money off of it most of the time. Yeah, she should have been a, a millionaire. Is really what she should have been. Exactly, I, I agree with that. And unfortunately, it sounds like she never became one. Unfortunately, now they do make a really good pretzel though. The Anderson peanut butter filled pretzels. Wow. Yeah. Those, those are, those are really good pretzels. Wonderful any relation. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to spend more time making peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> I'm not going to pursue. <laughs> I'm not going to pursue this windshield wiper. But man, those Anderson okay, but pretzels. You know what's interesting? Mm, what's interesting so about good. this, okay? What's interesting? Tell me. Is that it wasn't until 1917 that windshield wipers were automatic. Until then, they were all still by hand. The wow. automatic windshield system oh, was okay. invented 
until 1917 by Charlotte Bridgewood. I believe they pronounce that Charlotte, not Charlotte. But um, okay, Charlotte, um, Charlotte. It's is that is. is this another is this another woman inventor for for women's Women's Month? Women's History Month. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Um, it looks like it. Charlotte is definitely yeah, a woman's well, name, and she—you're telling me—you're telling me that she invented the automatic windshield wiper system in 1917. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, it, it, they. Well, she called it an electric storm windshield cleaner. Which <laughs> wow, to be talk honest, about a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I wonder why that was never. Uh, you know, patented. Yeah, it just or became by hey, Cadillac. one word, one word in her patent application did become standard. The windshield, windshield wiper. She was on the forefront of creating a great patent, except she'd missed the word wiper again. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Charlotte never made any money either from her invention. Oh my god! So we had gosh, two really story, incredible women day. who didn't make any money off of their their inventions. Man. Honestly, honestly, a shame because That's... they really changed the way how we drive. <sighs> Man, that that sucks. But now we're talking about just automatic wipers. We're not talking about wipers that go, you know, at different speeds or at at different times throughout your drive. I mean, essentially what I imagine these early wiper inventions being is very, like, standard. When you turn them on, they're on. When you turn them off, they're off. So they don't go, like, maybe even back or forth or anything. And that, that I think, is where we're going with this story here. We're going into intermittent wipers. And so intermittent wipers are the ones that, you know, on your car, when you turn them and you click a different setting, they go a different speed and they go back and forth. It's like, you know, that's what an intermittent yeah. wiper is. Maybe they go at So a basically speed stops first. every three seconds, right? It right. allows you to kind of yeah. adjust the speed on exactly. it. Exactly. It's very smart. It, it, it's any, every few seconds. So um, this was not around until... Somebody, and, and you guys may have watched a movie before in the past because there's a really good movie about this guy. But essentially, we got to always give credit where credit's due. So let's first take a moment of silence for Anderson and Charlotte Bridgewood for getting the ball, or let's say the blade, wiping for this next invention. So, okay, but I got to tell you something right now. Okay. Right now about Robert Kearns, okay? Oh. I didn't even mention his name, but thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> okay, but listen, you're going to talk about Robert Kearns a little bit. I am. He yeah. was born Next in Gary, sentence. Indiana. Oh. Gary, Indiana. So he's an Indiana man. Nice. And you yeah. know, Gary yeah. is not really the best city, but I've heard that actually um, Michael Jackson is from Gary as well. So speaking of famous people from Gary, we have Michael Jackson and we have this Kearns guy, which... I'm going to tell you guys about right now, or at least begin to tell you about him. So even though our two famous ladies came up with the idea and they, they took the hard work, they got the ball rolling for a lot of other inventors and thinkers to come up with more advanced ways of removing water from the windshield. So there was an engineering professor. This was one of those inventors or thinkers and his name was Robert Kearns. And Robert Kearns. He was I born a little bit. Right. Yes, he was born in Gary, Indiana, but he eventually made his way all the way to the good old Motor City, Detroit, 
Michigan, or as they called it originally, Detroit. And that was way back in the day. Did they actually really call it Detroit? They did. It was when the French actually settled in this area. They called it Detroit. Yes. Um, <clears throat> wow. I'm probably you learn something about new that. every day. <laughs> but it sounds I swear, right. Did you, I thought, you I, heard, I, thought I heard it before. I'm pretty serious. I'm like That's, 80% you can't, you can't, serious. <laughs> you can't give that to me. I legit think you're like telling the truth. I'm like, I, I think I am. Like, this is the point where I'm 80% serious about it but well we could look it up i don't care though that much we're talking about windshield wipers and so this guy robert kearns he used electronic components to build a wiper that moved every few seconds when they were turned on so this this was a big advancement this allowed you to turn on your wipers and instead of you actuating them or turning them on they actually would wipe stop wiping then wipe again every few seconds. And they had variable speed, so it would wait longer or shorter in between wipes. They call that an intermittent... Inter, <laughs> man, I cannot say this. Intermittent wiper. That's what they call it. And yeah, that's the beginning of it. Yeah, he filed a patent in, in 1963. This is the time of the 60s. Um, and I think that the Beatles were still relevant at this time. Um, oh, they were just coming on the scene amazing band by the way i was i was just on a beatles, beatles. kick wow oh yeah i listened to them for a uh, full day Whoo-wee, crazy those times. guys beatles. those guys knew how to rock and roll my they goodness just rock and roll good Love old ringo though right ringo, oh, was ringo the drummer. star yeah yeah ringo star yeah you know the whole band needed to be together i don't give credit to just one guy these guys okay they, have you ever yeah. looked at them like, a lot of people focus on their feet when they're doing the Abbey Road photo. But have you ever looked at them, like, face on? They all have the same size nose. No wonder why they can all hang on to the same tune. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, I was looking at a, I was looking at a photo the wow. other day, and I was looking. I mean, you just you did, like, a deep dive on the Beatles. You said, wow, this is – now you're doing facial recognition of the Beatles and their nose size. I don't know if that takes the level of fan to the next – level like in the level of the fan to the next level i'm just wow looking at all the facts here when i was listening that i was looking at their album cover and it sure looked like they all had the same size nose and i was like that's how they can all get the same tone probably yeah yeah so back to currents sorry for distracting you no it's okay you know look at he filed for patent in 1963 uh in currents he he wanted actually the ford motor company um to manufacture and sell his device and you know they went through the, he went through they did a tour he explained exactly how the device worked he explained what it did and it's kind of mm-hmm. seemed like Ford gave him the cold shoulder they said oh yeah we'll we'll think about putting it on our new line coming out here soon but they actually passed uh on his idea but really so how did it ever become i mean you would well, think that Ford, nobody would know how to do it except for him well yeah that's what's crazy okay because ford actually came out with a similar wiper just a few years oh later. Oh my gosh, this is the same story of Cadillac, isn't it? Taking yeah, it's Mary very suspicious. Uh, Anderson's invention that we in in the beginning we discussed. Yeah, that's very suspicious. So did did Mr. Kearns do anything about it? I guess that's the question. And yeah, I mean, he wasn't happy um with the development that Ford started to do and actually release cars with. So he sued him. In a patent dispute in 1978, he did the same with Chrysler four years later. 
and he won a settlement in 1990, and a Supreme Court ruling upheld this decision in 1995. So this is a good story where the inventor actually got money for his invention. And we know for sure that there is never a pretzel company by the name of Kearns. So maybe that's why. No. No, it's not. So basically what we could take from this is that, uh, you know, he went through he went through the process of, of following suits. Because uh, the windshield wiper, I mean, it's a great idea. The intermediate idea is a genius. He, he ended up winning uh, against, um, against Ford. He, get this, okay? What? What? He started the lawsuit in 1978 and right. it ended in 1990. Okay. Five, right. That's a no, long no. time. That let me tell you. Okay, the Ford one, it ended in 1995. He only got oh, wow. five point two million dollars. They Ford tried to appeal again, so they ended up paying him ten point two wow. million. Wow, ten point okay? two. No. So he yeah. did get and some so, good cash for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that was in 1990. So oh, he okay. actually went up against Chrysler, and he started his is a lawsuit against Chrysler in 1982. Okay. Um, okay. So the same thing happened. Um, they actually, the Supreme court, they upheld their, their ruling. And in 1995, Chrysler was ordered to pay $30 million what? for to patent infringement. Yes. To him. Whoa. Oh my God. So he made yep. 40 million total. Around. Yep. That's a lot. That's a lot. So does it tell you in whatever you're looking at right now, does it tell you when he died or if he died a rich or a poor pauper? Well, it looks like he died in 2005. Um, and I, I don't know exactly what he, where he died at or how much money he had. But apparently he had a lot of, a lot of children. Okay. Um, I mean, they, and I think yeah. You really don't can't blame him. The guy who invented the the uh, intermittent windshield wiper probably uh, you know got a lot of action. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like his windshield well, wipers got a lot of action. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about wipers today. So we talked about the history, the brief history of like where they started off with. We talked about the intermittent wipers, which had mm-hmm. a lot of. Of historical con- right. uh, context. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. wipers today are, are quite different than you might expect. I okay. Think. Yeah, um, I mean, you don't explain find to me a what car. you mean by that. I'm not. Well, I'm you not just following. don't find a car without them. You just don't find a car without windshield wipers. Well, it's probably required by the uh, safety like regulations board. What's what do they call that? The driving board. It's like I, the, I shit. I don't, you're I don't asking know. me. It's you're like a, it's a it's a governing association like. for automobiles. Basically, you can't drive, you can't sell a car without these certain things. Like, you can't sell a car without brake lights, you know? It's the yeah. same thing. I'm pretty sure they say you can't sell a car without wind, windshield wipers. I'm almost sure. Okay. You're probably right. You have to have them. They're yeah. a huge deal. Right. Um, and they come in all sorts of different sizes and stuff. And and through the span of 100 years, windshield wipers sure have come a long way. I, I think they have. I think this was a great thing to talk about. I love windshield wipers. They save me a lot of hassle. They do. Me the too. I mean, the next time you're driving in a rainstorm or during a winter blizzard, if you could please mm-hmm. do me one favor and think of the story of not 
Mr. Kearns, who won $30 million, I would really like you to go back, especially this month, to Mary Anderson and her, to her sitting inside a streetcar, street trolley, have you, have you, whatever you want to call it, street trolley, street yeah, car. Yeah. I think yeah. in San Francisco yeah. they call them street cars. I don't know what the difference is really. Yeah. But she was sitting there. She saw the storm coming, and she thought of this revolutionary idea which took us Mm -hmm. to where we are today. So thank you, Mary Anderson. You make a great pretzel. We are very thankful. We love that. And now it's time for a very special segment called What is Your Mary Anderson Idea? And this is supposed to be a two-minute segment, so let's go. You're first. Asher, what is your Mary Anderson idea? Well, I think what I want to do is I actually want to create a um a software that predicts when um the next uh red box uh movie you know those little red box things yeah yeah, yeah. when the next one's closing down due to netflix um and what you can do with this (laughs) software is is you can then predict when they're going to sell that red box machine and then you can buy it. I hate this idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. And, it's and good. They, Interesting. They call it red box. I call it white box. Okay. So that's your application yeah, for the future. White box. Yeah. Wow. White box software. It's genius. Wow. That is genius. So that is your Mary Anderson idea. Very cool. I mean, listen, if I had a Mary Anderson idea, I, I don't think I'd share it on the podcast. Oh, I would maybe Ford or Chrysler is going to try to take it away. Well, I'll I'll share with you a Mary Anderson idea. I'm dying to share it. I actually did research okay. already, and Microsoft already has the patent to it, so it's not a big deal that I share it on the podcast. But okay, my Mary okay. Anderson idea is eventually imagine you're in a car and it's electric powered mm-hmm. and it self drives itself. You get into the car, yeah. And actually, at this time in the future, it's going to be self-driving cars, and you're not even going to own the car. It's going to be rented from some rental company, Uber, yeah. whatever, Lyft, whatever. You, you, yeah. you decide that in your imagination. But what's going to happen is you're going to get in that car, and they're going to think right okay. away, how can we make this person in this car spend money? And this is how they're going to do it. They're going to have you... Click on the screen, the big TV screen that they're putting in cars nowadays. They're going to have you click, Hello, sir. Would you please pick what you would like to have delivered in transit today? And you say, "Mm, I think about an hour into my drive, I would like to have a Starbucks coffee. And about two hours in my drive, I would like to have a Five Guys burger and fries. And Oh, wow. That's a genius idea. Exactly. So because you pick your time, now the car starts communicating to drones, and drones actually will pick up the food and deliver it to your car as you move. You will never even have to get off the expressway again. Get out of here, fast food drive throughs Welcome, fast food drop-off. This it's is the future. drone through. This is drone the future, through. and this is what's going to happen. It's called so in-transit in all delivery. legitness... Microsoft already owns something like this? They do. They actually filed a patent for something very similar to this. And I looked it up and I found it. And I'm so mad because I was one year away. They filed it a year ago and I was a year behind. Anyways, that is the Mary Anderson idea that I had that, you know, 
can't do anything about it really at this moment. Big company has wow. the pen. Yep. So yeah. Thanks guys for listening. And we appreciate you guys spending your time here on the Bill Plate Podcast. Bill Plate! Bill Plate Podcast. Boom, 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 boom. See you next time. This podcast has been produced and edited by Asher and Rainer Brown. Boom, 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 boom.